And we're back for a special edition of the Par Train Ryder Cup Selection Show. We got all the co-hosts here. Serm is taking a little bit of a hiatus with his bum back. Yes. He's back. He's off the painkillers. Strat is back <laughs> and better than ever, and I'm here as well. Boys? Are, are we on? sure that Serm's off the painkillers? Serm. Yeah, I'm... I'm <laughs> Uh, I think I might need fusion. Okay. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. I've been battling a little bit out there, but uh, it's great to be back on the train. It's Ryder Cup season, huh? There we go. I mean, we're going to need that Ryder Cup theme music. Everybody pumped. The full purpose of this is, you know, Jim Furyk's a friend, fellow Arizona grad. He's got the weight of the world, United States on his shoulders. The country could use a little bit of unity. Am I right, Strat? You're not wrong. Okay, don't get into it. No political stuff here. He needs the the help of some uh, some good buddies that know the game of golf to basically walk him through who he should pick. Okay, it's not as easy as you may think. So we're going to sit here and we're going to deliberate like a couple guys around the table sipping on some beers and give him what he needs to pick the best possible Ryder Cup team. Is that right? Yes. Okay. That's exactly right. Well, oh, is- I'm coming in hot. Guy gets yeah. off the painkillers, and all of a sudden he's sharp as a tack. Yeah, you don't even know. You don't even know what I've seen. So. <laughs> Before we start talking to Furek, I think the Ryder Cup is a time to uh, bring in the sports psychologist, Matt. Since you're off the painkillers, you want to kick it off? Uh, yes, I do actually, and I, I'm I'm going right to Jim himself. Oh, the you captain, know. Jim. You are you're one of the greats. Uh, you, you've got one of the most talented teams ever, Jim. You got to pick Tiger and you got to pick Phil. Just do it. Don't overthink it. Pick the veterans. Bring that veteran leadership on the team. Let these guys just do what they want. Be democratic. Put DJ and Kepka together. Just don't overthink it. You've never overthought much, Jim. 40% of the time you teed it up, you finish in the top 10. Keep it going. Do your thing. We're here for you, buddy. Positive. Okay. So he's basically already jumping into the pick recommendations. Also, uh, calling my boy Furick a guy that doesn't really overthink it, not sure that's entirely true. Have you seen how many times he puts the marker behind the ball, then stands over the ball and does his eight-minute putter routine and then go back and mark the ball? I mean, it's sometimes tough to watch. Well, you know, but it's Arizona, Arizona grad, you know, sometimes the numbers and the reading can be difficult, so we'll just let him slide on that. Yeah, that's true. He's always there, 17 wins, guy's got a major. Never has a blow up or a breakdown like D. Shane Bo does, you know. Well, clearly, oh. he didn't watch the Olympic Club, U.S. Open, but we won't talk about that. Okay, Strat, I think you're up next. Yeah, um, Jordan, Spieth, why don't you go ahead, come on down, take a seat. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for you, bud. Uh, maybe you get a mallet putter. Maybe you, uh, maybe you get a belly putter. Maybe you go ahead and you get a forearm anchor putter. Maybe you go micro hinge. Maybe you go white hot oh. face. Maybe you get a spider. Maybe you get the little mini spider because we're going to need you out there, bud. Okay. And what I've seen recently is you're looking lost and it's tough to watch. And we need you to be icing shit down in Paris. So find that flat stick. Maybe you just, maybe you go to Paris a little early and you and the Scotty, you just have a weekend where it's just the two of you, Hmm. you know, maybe you go to the Eiffel Tower, you know, uh, maybe you get a nice, maybe you get some crepes and you stroll along the boulevard. I don't Hmm. know. But, uh, you know, why don't you just find some time for the two of you and get connected, okay? All right? I'll see you out there. Good talk. Okay, so based on the the pep talk that Strat just gave Spieth, you don't think that the Ryder Cup is similar to the Masters for him where he shows up and immediately is nails. You think the punting is a real issue. 
Well, or the you know, British Open. Or the US Open. Did he win those this year? Oh, he's won them. He hasn't. You're right. In the past, <laughs> but he's. I mean, what's he done this year? What's What's That's he done true. for me lately? What's he done his for me lately? His putting's been very inconsistent. Exactly. That's true. Okay. All right, Jim and Spieth. Now they're they're pumped up. You're welcome. The captain and and the boy wonder are gonna be ready to go. Webb, why don't you go ahead and take a seat? Okay. I know it's been uh, a few years since you've been on the team. And I just want you to know, it, it's, you know, we're happy to have you back, but don't mess up the team chemistry, okay? There's going to be some guy talk. There's going to be some banter. There's going to be some needling and some fun in the team room and the locker room, okay? I know that you're a religious guy, and sometimes that locker room talk and that banter, you know, it may not blend with some of your beliefs. But, you know, not even that, that erratic swing finish of yours it could make your playing partner a bit uncomfortable and it could influence them to take on some bad habits. So what I want you to do, Webb, is be grateful that you're there. Okay, you've had a great year. You won the players. I know that got you a lot of points. Blend in. Don't try and be a guy you're not. Blend into the background. Lean on your wife's shoulder a little bit. You know, match <laughs> up with her and try not to lose. Go go for some ties and we'll be okay. Because, you know, a guy like Webb, Webb's gone now. So, you know, it's just us. Uh, a guy like Webb, he can he can break up the whole vibe in the locker room. So could Patrick Reed, though. You know, <laughs> but he's a good team player. So, but that was good, Ev. I, I think it was well said. Okay. So, the next segment is called "Tough to Watch," mm-hmm. and oh, this is the first time geez. we've done "Tough to Watch." I have a feeling this could uh, stick around. So, tough to watch. You know, speaking of uh, captains, I know uh, Serm talked to Furek. I think Strat has a little something to say about uh, one of the vice captains on the European side. Sure do, yeah. Uh, Patrick Harrington. I'm not sure if any of you guys, I mean, a guy just known for his very basic swing. Am I right? guy just likes to just, it's it's a simple swing. Well, <laughs> he likes shocking. to tinker. <laughs> yeah, shockingly, he's got a new thing that he does. He kind of does a little schizo, um, like uh, Tourette's half takeaway, and then he goes with the full swing lifts up the left foot uh it's tough to watch okay uh in addition to i saw him at the ranger riviera actually the guy looked like roy mcavoy when he was searching for his swing in tin cup okay he had a lot of accoutrement on his body a lot of straps a lot of fucking shit he had a looked like a home depot bucket he was dropping in between his arms and trying to Drop it on the ground. It was it was really tough to watch. I mean, I'm not sure how you go into any golf tournament with that many tools and tricks that are flopping around on the range and have any level of confidence. But, Patrick, just, I mean, like Serm said, you've done some great shit in your life. Let's just remember those days and get back to it, okay? It's tough to watch. It's like, don't bring the medicine ball out to the range, okay? Leave it at home. Leave it at home. <laughs> You can smell him before he shows up. He's got all that Bengay on his body. He's trying to loosen up the muscles. It's it's rough. You know, as a vice captain on the opposing team, I wouldn't mind if he kept that stuff around. Personally, I wouldn't mind if he if he went up to Justin Rose and started giving him a lesson on the range in the practice round. Oh, Rosie! (laughs) Later, a little sabotage. (laughs) See you later, Foley. Oh, that's really tough to watch. But we'll get okay. Tough to watch. (laughs) Tough to watch. Matt, you're up. Um. We're going to be talking about Phil a lot in this episode, but I'm worried that Phil's tweet game is going to be so on point, uh, right? Our cup weekend, but he's unfortunately, assuming he's there, right? He's unfortunately going to 
not perform. And it's going to be really tough to watch because you're going to be making jokes, doing gifts and memes and videos. I mean, are we worried that much like our parents, you know, he's going to be trying to figure out, Hey, how do I do How do I do the, the GIF? Hey, Hey, how do I, how do I put the video in? And everyone's like, okay, that's enough. Phil, put it down, focus on the game. I feel like that's, that's not too he's far gonna off. Be, yeah. He's not, I'm worried. He's going to be like, well, I've got, I'm up to 434,000 followers, you know, but <laughs> Phil, you didn't win a match. Phil, you just had to sit out singles and, and that's not going to happen. Are you trying to say <laughs> that Phil's going to be like the group in Avengers infinity war? Just oh, can't I get off get, the device. I, I, I don't get into that kind of stuff, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> not an Avengers guy. Okay. okay. Hey, that's tough to watch. Yeah. Well, that's tough to watch because Strat and I have watched it about five times in the last month. So, Oh, interesting. Okay, tough um, to watch. My tough to watch is Bryson DeChambeau. And you might say, mm. hey, Ev, he just won his third time in the year. Probably a lock to get picked by Captain Furyk. Well, you know what? I agree with you. I think uh, I think he could play well. But you know what's tough to watch is his last tournament where he was in contention. And guess what? Guess where it was? It was Europe where he's oh. going to play in the Ryder Cup. He had the tournament won. Okay. Played the last four holes at five over. Hit the ball, quote, off this planet, according mm. to the commentators. Wow. You guys like that accent? Yeah, that's what I thought. He got the third win this week, but I'm a little scared that those those demons bring some bad memories and some bad vibes. So, overall, sure. I think uh, Bryson's showing in Europe was tough to watch. Sure. To watch. Amongst other things. Yeah. Okay. Tough to watch. Okay. There you go. That was tough to watch. <laughs> it really was. Okay. So before we get into uh, pick talk with our boy Jim, well, I have a source that had dinner with uh, Furek the week of the PGA. And he told our source, on, going unnamed, uh, that Phil and Tiger were not necessarily lock picks for him. But he admitted that the public outrage would be too much. And sure. potentially present a distraction to the team, so they're both in. Oh, a- according to our source from Jim Furyk directly. Now, the the most interesting part of this is he said it's between Xander and Finau. They were both playing with Jim the week of the PGA, and he said, "quote Whoever plays better this week will be the younger wild card pick." Now, oh. for you guys listening at home, Xander finished thirty fifth. And Tony Finau finished 42nd. So if wow. he stays true to what he said at dinner and he's not following the play he's this not week, because stay true to that. Finau finished second this week to Bryson DeChambeau in the Northern Trust, then he's going to take Xander. So we'll just have to sit and watch. He's not going to stay by 35th and 42nd. Come on. Yeah, I mean, do you guys think that that's just a wash and he's just going to keep watching until he sees something that tickles his fancy i.e. a second place i, I don't think there's i mean what is there to dissect you got two great young players who are really hungry to be in this thing it's just he's gonna have to make just a gut call and he's not gonna have great reasoning well you, you know what? Go wrong either way why don't hey, we get into it now why don't we help him yeah let's get into it all right so jim's like here that. welcome jim pleasure hey jimmy Bear good down, to see you let's just go down the list okay we've got let's see four eight we've got nine guys that could potentially fill four spots. And we're just going to play devil's advocate for you, Jim. So let's start off with the big cat, Tiger. Uh, who thinks that we should absolutely take Tiger? 
Yeah, this is going to be a shock to all of our listeners, but I think he should be, um, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah, give us give us your reasoning. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be what you think. It's going to be because Brooks is going to be there, okay? Uh, it, Bryson might be there, and in light of recent developments, Bryson's girlfriend is a tasty little morsel. Uh, we're also... I, I'm saying that we've got enough wogs at this tournament that... Tiger's going to be feeling loose. He's going to be feeling like old Tiger. He's going to be roaming the halls oh, in the middle of the, night is, of the hotel, tiger. knocking on hotel room doors. He's going to be a little fucked up on Ambien. And that is exactly oh, don't say that. where we want him. Okay? That's when he is the most focused. That's when he has the most drive. Okay? When he was on Ambien, he got in a car, another, uh, another car crash, too. Yeah, but he also, won, <laughs> he also won 12 majors. Okay? That, was, that was before he discovered it. The other ones were pre-Ambien. But he's going to be in Paris. There's going to be a lot of fucking très bon pieces of ace. And I think he's going to be in good form. So he's a strong yes for me. Oh, thanks for that insight. Okay. Well, um, if I have to jump in and Jim, uh, you want a reason why you shouldn't pick Tiger? Boy. Um, yeah. The only reason I can think of is the fact that he's probably not going to bring the nanny as his plus one. And like I think he's going to get going by flirting with everyone's girlfriend, fiance slash wife. And who knows? That could create some tension. Also, is he going to be paired with Phil? You know, Tiger doesn't have the best record in the Ryder Cup historically and just finished uh, above 40th, I believe. So, you know, ironically, he was hitting fairways, wasn't making putts. Yeah, Jim, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Strat. So just giving you that devil's advocate. Let's move on. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Phil, I'll start this one off. Um, Jim? Mr. Mickelson, since making his first Ryder Cup team in 1995, hate to bring out the stats, but let's go there, never needed a pick. Okay, he's made every team on points until this year. Until this year. Jim, do you really want to be the guy to break that streak? I don't think so. And number two, in his past three Ryder Cups, you know, forget all the talk about Shambly talks a lot about how Mickelson and Tiger haven't had the best Ryder Cup record and how that kind of tarnishes their their legacy and all that bullshit. So let me just uh, bring it to more relevant times. In the past three Ryder Cups, Mickelson is 7-3-1 and one, and went 3-0-1 and one in last year's President's Cup. Not oh, to sure. mention, as Sir mentioned, he's on Twitter. And here's a couple <laughs> of those last tweets to give you an idea of how he's feeling. Okay, quote, when I cut my hair, I lost my powers. This is a picture of him and um, Pat Perez. When I cut my hair, I lost my powers. My hair is back, and so is my game. Guy isn't cutting his hair until after the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Okay? I like that. It is a mop top. Okay? If you haven't seen it lately. The other tweet, two days ago, quote, My game, my hair, and my moves are flowing. That's with a PH. Flowing into the weekend, period. PH, feeling it in caps. I rest oh, my case. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Who, sir, you want to jump in here? All right. Thanks for that. Um, so I look, I think, I think everybody heard me say, I think he's got, they got to pick Phil, Jimmy, you got to pick Phil. You don't want the media backlash, but I'll give you, I'll give you a reason not to pick him. Like he's just not playing like he used to. And there's two key stats here with Phil driving accuracy is like 195th, one of the worst on tour. And he's like 128th in greens and regulation. So, and that's, Big and that's a big part of the mojo in that team golf, you know. Okay, so that's okay. So he's not hitting to get off the tee. Well, he's not really scrambling like he used to either. So he's not giving you, not, you wouldn't give his partner as many 
chances. Based on performance, uh, I can see you not picking the guy. It'd be tough. He'd, he'd probably tweet about it, but you know, what are you going to do? Oh, he's going straight numbers. Numbers guy over there. Wow, oh, okay. Can you imagine that tweet if he didn't get picked? A little sad <laughs> It'd be panda. tough to watch. A little yeah. sad panda meme. Okay. Uh, next guy, <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson. Oh, polarizing. Bryson DeChambeau, I mean, this, this guy's a lock. I mean, come on. Oh. That was an that was a great performance this past weekend. He's played unbelievable all year. Yeah, he's had some tough to watch moments, but <laughs> Tiger loves him too. Tiger is openly vouching for the guy. I think that's kind of a weird relationship. That's a little fully esque relationship Tiger's trying to do there. Wants to learn new in, inside information, but hey, if it makes Tiger feel good, Jimmy, pick Bryson. Yeah, again, just look at DeChambeau's girlfriend. And you tell me why Tiger likes Bryson so much. Uh, Go ahead. I know Ooh, yeah. that's true. I didn't. But you already covered that. <laughs> Strat, you wanna do you know, do you know her name offhand for people to look her up on Instagram? Shit, I don't. Uh, I'll get back to you. Hold okay. please. Start looking that up. I'll go into why you shouldn't pick Bryson DeChambeau. I think I already went into it and tough to watch, but let me review. Was eleven under in Europe in Germany with the lead. Oh, you are really played really the last four us. holes at five over. This was in Europe. He's gonna get gonna... obliterated by the fans because of that. Not to mention the French he... fans, though. I don't think they're gonna be obliterating him. The f- I mean, they're not French. It's in France. The fans are going to be from all over. <laughs> and they've got, okay, they're going to have. Are, facts are not facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're going to have a lot of ammo to go after him. He's an emotional guy, and his personality is eccentric. Okay, here's a little tidbit. I right. was listening to his post-round uh, win press conference today, and they asked him, do you think you should be included in the young gun category now since you've had three wins with guys like Justin and Jordan and Ricky and all those guys? And he had an interesting answer. He was like, you know what? It's flattering, but I don't really like he basically said that he doesn't really hang out with them and he prefers just him and his caddy, quote, going to the office, just another day at the office and yeah. staying on their own. So they're obviously just kind of on their own out there. Throw him into a team environment in the locker room. But- I don't know. It's fair enough, but look look at Patrick Reed. That guy is alone all the time, <laughs> but he's he seemed to thrive in the team environment. That's so. true. So it would be interesting with him and Tiger because they play a lot of practice oh, rounds together. So, hey, Jim, got to give you both sides. All right, Cooch. Cooch. This is going to be a tough one for anyone to say no to because most, mostly just because everybody wants to scream Cooch all goddamn day long. True. Um, and he plays Bettinardi. Although the fans are all friends, so, you know. That's true. Um, I mean, the guy's comfortable. He can play 374 holes a day in his Skechers. Uh, he's got a great smile. <laughs> Seems to be a happy dude. Um, uh, light he's on just, his feet. Yeah, he's light on his feet. <laughs> we won't say light in the light, loafers. Light in the loafers. But, yeah. <laughs> Beat me to it. Um, but, uh, you know, he's going to Go be your, mom. your utility guy. He's the guy when you're like, hey, Cooch, we're deep in it. Are you comfortable? And of course, Cooch says, of course I'm comfortable. He jumps out there with his with his Bettinardi and he, he, he drains some shit. So he's a yes for me. Yeah, I mean, we all love Cooch, but I, I could leave him out. We could leave him out if we had to. I mean, his record's no good. Um, <laughs> it's and, uh, no good. Numbers, guys. Just, yeah, record's shit. Moving on. It's, Go ahead. His record, his record's no good, and uh, I don't know. He just doesn't play the game like a lot of the other guys do now. Not that he, he's not a great player. He just doesn't hit it really high. He doesn't hit it super far. So yeah. you're saying his ping pong skills are not needed in the team room? Well, I think they're needed for Phil. Okay. Because, you know, it is the question of do you need Cooch there if Phil and Tiger make it from, like, a veteran, older guy standpoint? Yeah, no, it's a decent point. I can see them taking him. I just... I could see the argument not having him. 
I also couldn't believe that Bubba is 39, by the way. Years old? Yeah. Oh. Talk about a guy who doesn't like crowds on the European tour. Talk about tough to watch. All right, Fino. Uh, I'm actually going to lead off with no for Tony Fino. Mm. Okay? I feel like the main thing, and Fino's my boy, okay? He's been on my squad all year. He's got, I think, more top fives and top tens maybe than anyone all year. Um, but, you know, top fives and top tens isn't what gets you Ryder Cups. It's guys that close. And even though Fino finished second today, Bryson kind of, you know, he had a four-shot lead. Fino tends to get all these backdoor top fives and top tens, Rory-esque, really. And everyone talks about his length and how he's fiery, but I don't know, man. He just, number one, length isn't important in this course, okay? It's super narrow, and it's irons and three woods off the tees, per Justin Thomas on No Laying Up podcast the other day. And hello, does that spell tiger to you? Look out. But in regards to Fino, another Nike guy, I don't think we need his length. And if length isn't an, an, an advantage, then... I want a guy, honestly, you can make an argument more for Xander that's more of a silent killer that tends to be there towards the end versus the guy that gets backdoor top 10. So um, I don't see him as a closer. Um, okay, well, he's also a no for me, and I'm not going to dive in as deep, but the guy's got glass ankles, and there's a lot of cobbles in Paris, okay? He's a liability, all right? <laughs> Jim, just so you're clear, I know you want a devil's advocate, but we're, we're all no's on Fino, so that, that'll make it easy for you. Moving on. Cool. All right, Xander, speaking of Xander, I'm going to go yes on Xander. To my point, the guy is this. So there's something to be said about when it comes to the team room element. We were talking about Bryson being kind of fiery and emotional, and you got Patrick Reed. And Xander could fit in really nice to the team room where he's kind of Kisner-esque, where he's not going to crack as many jokes as Kisner did in the President's Cup last year. But he's the type of guy that can blend in really nice, San Diego chill dude. You know, probably get get along well with, uh, you know, Brooks and DJ and and the young guys with Spieth and Justin and just kind of go out there and kill people. You know, I mean, the guy is nails. He almost won a major this year. Silent killer. Rookie of the year. Silent killer. I think he could be a really good addition culturally as well as on the course. I think he's just an easy he's just an easy fit, like you said. So that's that's a double yes. Well, I'm going to just jump in real quick. I'm not 100% sure oh. that Xander knows where France is on the map. I'm just saying. When I look at him, I look in those eyes, and I don't know if he's a big geography guy. So I'm not sure if he's going to be able to make it there. Just is, saying. Is that an advantage or is that a I mean, disadvantage? Because he literally won't show up. Either or. Pick your poison. Okay. Go straight to the Dutch. The French wow. know nothing. Okay. You know, you heard it here first. We could get to the day one and pull a, a Rory where he's running up to the first tee, barely making oh it with a demo set. Club didn't Yikes. Make it. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, a little out of left field here. We got to throw him in there after his win. Sneds. Oh. Uh, oh, Strad's hero. <laughs> Is he? He's fun. He's playing great. What do you think? You don't like him or what? Well, he's got a he's got a glass sternum, apparently. So I'm a little bit worried. Uh, you know, it's a long flight. You know, you're in cramped quarters. Uh, if he gets a little too, uh, you know, tightened up, that old sternum might flare up again. And, uh, you know, there's not a window close by to the course. So where is he even going to stay? He's also got the worst smile on the team. He looks like a mouse. <laughs> okay, so Strat's a no. That's a no. I struggle with him. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a while. 
it's but here's the thing, Strat. It's how do you not pick a guy who just won? Yeah, like, well, like I said, he's injured. He had to pull out of the last. <laughs> he had to pull out of the Northern Trust. What do you want from me? Glass sternum. He would be low on my list, but I think he's been playing well. So assuming he's healthy, he's a decent pick. Okay, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it at that. I, I mean, it's worth saying, saying that get, he was on the Ryder Cup team in the last what five Ryder Cups. I think he's been on at least right two to three. So that plus a win. It's interesting, Jim, but, you know, the injury is obviously well, scary. So, okay. Yeah. Next guy, Kevin Kisner. I got to say, Kisner is the dream locker room guy. You know, he's going to throw in a lipper with, with DJ every chance he gets. The guy is nails on the greens. He's going to make a lot of putts, which is actually great for this type of course, right? The guys around the greens, that's what you want, and that's what's going to win matches because he can keep it in play. He's a pretty accurate driver. And playing that hook all day long. So Kisner, purely a team play. He's played decent this year. Uh, played a great, had a great record. I think one of the best records uh, in the Presidents Cup, and was a great partner to Phil. So, yeah. you know, yeah, Kisner. Uh, that's well said, Ev. Well said. Hey, thanks. I mean, you're not wrong, Ev. Uh, <laughs> I think I'd probably choose him as a vice cap, more for that uh, locker room uh, demeanor. Oh. Like, you, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. Like, I, his game doesn't really do anything for me. I couldn't tell you one thing that he does well, one thing that he does poorly. I like that he got kicked out of his private club for fucking boozing too much in the carts. That was funny. Looks like Freddie <laughs> Couple, sort of. That's fun. Res- um, totally respect him for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like keep it light, keep it loose. Uh, but uh, I think I'm. I like his. Uh, he could meld the team together. I think Webb is steering clear of Kiz. That's all I'm gonna say. So, he's a locker room guy for me, not a pick. Last one, Jim ZJ Zach Johnson. Yeah, it's a hard no. Have you seen oh, the oh. guy? I end my case. <laughs> yeah, I was out. That is literally tough to watch. Purely on his looks. Look at him. Okay, guys out. Okay, all right, on. so let's let's review for a second. We've got, I think we all can agree, Tiger and Phil, based on the insider info we got and the way they're playing, they're in, right? Hard yes. Yeah. We think, according to Serm, Bryson's a lock after his win. So let's say Absolutely. it's Phil, Tiger, Bryson. Jim wants to know who the fourth should be. What do you guys think? Strat? Um, fuck. Uh, Xander. I, I completely agree with you. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's nice. It's fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are right. Let's review the team as it is right now. Okay, we've got Brooks, DJ, JT, Reed, Bubba, Spieth, Fowler, and Simpson. Okay, let's assume we add Tiger and Phil, which raises that average age up, and then Bryson to bring it back down. I mean, that's a powerhouse. I think there's nothing wrong with having another young guy. And especially a rookie. And based on my point, I like Xander more than Fino. So, okay. That's it, Jim. You know I made a comment about Bubba? Bubba Watson and his problems in the European Tour? Yeah. This is the course back in 2011 where he, <laughs> he had a meltdown. Oh, that's with right. With the crowds. <laughs> this is the course. So, if I could change my sports psychologist, <laughs> I, you know, nobody, we don't really like Bubba, but we're going to have to root for him here. He's had a great year. But, boy, Bubba, you better keep it together. You said that the crowds were too close to you. You've never, <laughs> you were you were frightened by the the crowds. Please don't be, please don't be frightened by this week. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe that's more of a reason to pick Xander. Max Xander up with him, calming influence. I mean, Bubba's got a lot of issues, so okay, it's, it's gonna be okay, buddy. All right, sweet. Well, we've picked the team uh, for Furyk. You're welcome. Bear down. Uh, let's look at the Euro team real quick. 
Um, oh, the Euro pick options, they got to pick four of these guys. This is might be tougher than U.S. They got Sergio, who's played like shit all year. Uh, obviously, Ryder Cup hero. Stenson, Poulter, who's basically a lock. Uh, Thomas Peters, Paul Casey, who, by the Thomas way, Peters. just joined Euro um, European Tour early in 2018, so he'd be eligible. But Thomas Bjorn's on the committee for the tour and may not like that Casey hasn't been a staple on European Tour for years. Uh, apparently, he's like best buds with Lee Westwood. His name's been thrown around, and then Rafa Cabrera Bello, who's had a pretty yeah. great year. I, I think I think this is a no brainer. Go ahead. I think Stenson, Poulter, and Casey are complete locks. Complete locks. Sergio's the wild card, but I'd take him to round out the fourth because of his experience, and he's been playing a little better. Did you leave out Thomas Peters? Leave out Peters. I mean, yeah, he played well at the PGA, but whatever. He hasn't really played that great. Westwood, yeah, he's got a lot of history, but he's too old. Okay, you're not you're not wrong. I'm taking Thomas Peters. I'm t- you're gonna throw Poulter in because the guy's feeling a little bit hot. Sergio, get the fuck out. Westwood, get the fuck out. Uh, Paul Casey, you got to take him. Okay, guy already well, has a win. And then uh, I think you got to go with Rafa. The guy's nails solid. Oh, no Stenson either. No, because he hasn't done much this year. Wow. He's just kind of like I mean, he's got great sunglasses, but other than that, the Iceman has not cometh. Okay, well let me <laughs> ask you this. Who do we? We obviously want them to pick Sergio, right? Like we're not. Are we scared that Sergio's going to come and emerge as the Ryder Cup killer that he's always been, or do we think no. his bad play will take over and we want them to pick him? No, he'll be trash. Masuda. Okay, so we want Sergio. Uh, here's the thing with Stenson, though. He did pull out of the Northern Trust with an elbow injury this week. I mean, these injuries at the end of the season, guys. Tough to I watch. mean, that's de- definitely weighing on the captains a little bit. Well, there we go. I'd say the last thing we say before we head out here is that we took a look at the the last U.S. winning teams, which has only been three since 99, which is the definition tough of tough to watch. to watch. Uh, obviously, 16, 08 at Valhalla, and then 99 at the Country Club. Uh, little tidbit here. The 28 team so far has an average age of 30. If you add Tiger, Phil, and Bryson, it'll be 32. So unless they add Kuchar, it'll be the youngest average age team. Um, that has won in the past 20-plus years. Uh, so that'll be fun to watch. Have you said this is going to be the greatest year ever? It hasn't been, but is this going to be the greatest Ryder Cup ever based on these teams? These have to be the best teams of the Ryder Cup scene maybe ever. This wasn't that long ago. 2008, let me read you the team. Okay, Chad Campbell, J.B. Holmes, Hunter Mahan, Steve Stricker, who was a rookie at that point at age 41, Yeah. Boo yep. Weekly, Ben Curtis, Justin Leonard, A.K. Anthony Kim at 23, oh, Furyk, our captain, Kenny Perry, Sink, and Phil. The 2016 team, okay, that's, that's that we all loved at Hazeltine, Ryan Moore, Matt Kuchar, Fowler, J.B. Holmes, Zach Johnson, Snedeker, Kepka, Jimmy Walker, Reed, Phil, Spieth, DJ. And the yeah. team this year is just stacked. Yeah. Any final things you guys want to say before we head out? Tagger. <laughs> I, I mean that's actually great Strat. that alone it's going to be so fun to watch to see who Tiger gets matched up with I can't wait I mean it's if Tiger and Phil play together yeah. let's also not forget that the greatest club twirl of all time occurred during the Ryder Cup from Tiger so let's just hope he can duplicate that again sure Whoa. <laughs> I love it uh, yeah USA all the way let's go alright you're welcome Jim we're out 
Thanks, Jalen. Au revoir. Thank you.